Welcome to Straight Up Talk, where the talk is real, with Barry G. And Torelli. Hey. What's going on, Barry? What's oh, going on oh, today? Not much, my brother. All I know that, busy morning, man. You, yeah. you, you would think that you would just come home. I mean, well, no, I'm mean, actually, it's a weekend. You would think that you would just relax all day today. Yeah. But you have to wake up in the morning, take your teenage kids to work. Yeah, on a know? Saturday. And then you stuck weekend. with a little one, because he decides to, hey, I'm up. You know, <laughs> it's time to play, yay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now you're like running over the house, a little one on a weekend, yeah. and you could be relaxing. And they uh, making the money right there. They making the money. Oh yeah, that's right. They're they making should the be money. paying most of the bills. Yeah, you everything, know? everything they get, they get for free. <laughs> but we have to pay man, for it though. Exactly, man. I remember working with my mom. Man, she made me and my older sister pay for a lot of the bills or whatever, whatever she needed. She made sure we got jobs when we were like twelve. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was all whenever she wanted money. That's it. If you're going to live under my roof, you got to pay the bill. Yeah, the same thing with these kids, you know. Kids these days, you yeah. know, they're expensive. Oh, yeah, they are. They're yeah. very expensive, you know. Yeah. Like, it's different now. Like, I would refuse to buy a $50 pair of ripped jeans. <laughs> but to them, it's like, Dad, I got to get those it's jeans. It's everything, yeah. <laughs> it's, every, like, it's about that yeah. material, man. The price, they put that price yeah. on it. It means everything. I mean, I remember that too. Oh, you know, yeah. You see a big price on something. So, yeah, it's the best thing ever, you know. Yeah. And my daughter, she's always telling me dad you're so cheap i'm like i'm not cheap you're expensive <laughs> exactly <laughs> and she's yeah. 15 years old you yeah, know and oh now yeah. she just got her bank card today oh man yeah she just opened up a bank account a checking okay. account so her card came in today and i'm just worried that now she's gonna go online and spend all her money oh, crazy yeah. <laughs> oh man shopping spree uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> you know nah, they, that's they, cool though you know they still live at, live at home with, with with their dad you know and, and the mom so to them they look at it as oh we're taking care of i can waste my money whatever i want yeah you know? <laughs> but we got to teach them some responsibilities though oh yeah can't let them you know get away with it <laughs> yeah you're right you're right about that oh yeah uh, so today's episode is hidden racism in america and uh today we're going to talk about like uh, certain parts of racism discrimination maybe a little bit of prejudice but by any means it's not like one race it's not you know whether it be male females nothing like that it's, it's everybody that's ever had to deal with stuff like this doesn't matter what race what color you are right barry like it's just it's everybody and and it's around the world it's not just america even though we covering america we just it's so much to it it's a worldwide racial pandemic exactly yeah and there's (laughs) a a lot of pandemic exactly a lot of people forget that man even though they try to distract us with all this other stuff at the end of the day we have to ask ourselves like you know is racism still there hell yeah it is you know yeah so yeah like definitely like you know we think of racism in america because we're from america and and we've experienced it and, and like like terrell's from the city i'm from the country exactly so we experience racism different type of way i'm yeah i'm hispanic terrell's african-american you know i'm, I'm a latino american you know if you want to put it that way you yeah, know? So, yeah definitely yeah. so we dealt with different types of racism you know and, yeah. and and we tend to forget that this is a worldwide pandemic that's going around with this racism thing because yeah. because um you have racism in england britain i think I think they're the same, right? Britain, England, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Germany. You know, I've done. Some, I, I've, yeah. I read up on some things where they deal with the same exact thing that we deal with here. Yeah. Which is like, whoa. You exactly, know. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I, you know, we don't mean to use like these type of words, but today because it's about you know hidden racism in America. Yeah. You know, and there's things that be, that that we've been called like spicks and yeah. niggers. You know. Yeah. And right. it's, it's a fact. 
You know, it is a and fact. I, and the reason why I say these words is because these words aren't only an American word. It's also in like I've done research in yeah. Germany. They were calling you know like 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 the black children. They were calling them the N word. You know, mm. even in Germany. Yeah. Even you know, so it's not it's not in German. It's a whole total different language. Yeah. But they're using the N word exactly in that yeah. country because they know that over here we deal with racism. Yeah. So they use the same exact words, even though it's an American words. They're using them down there. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, folks, don't get offended if we slip up and use that word in the context of that it was used from back then. We don't mean it in a derogatory way. We mean it in a way of, you know, education yeah. and, you know, uh, stuff. I know there's, like, shows that's been on TV in the past where they let it go. They let the yeah. word go. And these are shows that are, like, family shows, and they let the word go and let it be said because it got to be known that, that it's an ignorant word, and it means the less of another person yeah. of that race of that kind you know so whether it be black spanish yeah. asian indian you know any, jewish yeah. christian exactly muslim <laughs> yeah religions too. Religious yeah. too religions too definitely so yeah like barry said we did uh some research and uh we're gonna get into that real soon and yeah man uh barry you want to start because well we can start with definitely. like this uh because i didn't do too much on this one but there's like sometimes there's businesses that that there's ra racial tension that goes on in there yeah that can be uh Covert. Yeah, I mean, if you want, I mean, like Terrell, do you want to let them know what covert? Yeah, because well, hidden racism in America. Another word that was used to describe that uh, particular racism is called covert racism, and and you got its opposite, which is overt racism, but not really opposite. It's just another form of you know, just opposite of the word covert. So covert racism is basically a racial racial discrimination that is disguised, is subtle, and rather you know, public, yeah. but it's obvious. It's yeah. obvious to the person that is happening to. Like, you definitely know when uh, you're in a covert situation. You don't know the term, maybe, but you know when you're yeah. in a covert racism yeah. situation. And sometimes the person that's using it against you may not even know that they're using it. That's yeah. why it's called covert. Like, it's basically like a like it's undetected. Yeah. You know, like, for example, can, can I give that one example? Yeah, yeah. The, go ahead, go ahead. I did a research on this one dude. His name is Thomas Booker. He's a defense end at Stanford University mm -hmm. and he experienced uh, covert racism, you know, but he says that, like, overt racism is terrible, which it is, because that's overt racism is, like, basically, like, what? Like, it's out there yeah. for you to know that, hey, I, I really hate that race. Like, like for example, yeah. somebody who's not hiding, who's very open, yeah. that that's overt racism. Overt racism, yeah. You know, and when they, they literally have, like, the Confederate flag and, yeah. and or, or hang these, you know, these niggers you know exactly yeah nah, know, yeah excuse my excuse my language nah, but, just, but well this is straight up talk this you know? is exactly this is straight up and talk and we can't hold no punches that we gotta use yeah these people really made it known it, yeah. that they hate the opposite race yeah you know that's that's over and i mean you want to you want to break it down over yeah over racism is basically the well it's an intentional and it's obvious it's harmful there's a lot of attitude you feel that energy behaviors come with it you know and it's definitely towards minority it's not it's not hidden at all that's why i said it's like the opposite of covert yeah. because it's not hidden you know it comes out with the woodwork yeah. and it's because of somebody of a different skin color it doesn't matter it doesn't have to be a white person yeah. against a black it could be a, it could be spanish against asian asian against black it could yeah. be just because that person is that different color skin you know skin tone yeah, yeah. It's, it's really bad man it's, it's well, pretty bad well like back to this guy's story um thomas booker 
So he said that he went to this restaurant and he was wearing like a long sleeve shirt and sweatpants. Yeah. So this restaurant, I guess you're supposed to dress some type of way, a little more formal. Mm -hmm. So they basically like basically told him, hey, I, we can't let you in here because of the way you dress and, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. So he's like, okay, whatever, you know. That same exact restaurant, uh, African-American family was trying to go there for dinner. Yeah. They would not let him in because they had a child. He was probably like, what, like maybe three years old, maybe mm -hmm. four. But anyway, he's a young kid. He was wearing uh, sportswear with yeah. shorts, you know, like a sports shirt or something. Right. They would not let him in. The fact They would not let the child in. They were letting the family, but they would not let the child in. Wow. Okay. And uh, the family pointed out to them, hey, you know, there was a Caucasian kid in the restaurant mm -hmm. wearing the like, same exact, you know, like sportswear yeah. with shorts. And he was in there eating. Yeah. So this is a form of covert, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, where is. this family, man, they were, they were, they were they trying to hide the fact that he yeah. was dressed like that. And, you know, they told them that they yeah. couldn't come in because their child was dressed yeah. informal or whatever. And this is just like my opinion. I'm not saying this is what went through that person, the server or whatever, will not let them in. Yeah. Ted, but sometimes people are prejudiced, you know, and don't even realize it. Yeah. Like true, they don't yeah. even realize, hey, I just let this Caucasian kid in the restaurant yeah. dress, not, not, not dressed properly. But hey, I recognize this child because he's a different color. Right. That he's dressed, you know, similar. But I, rec I recognize it. I see it more in him that he's not dressed appropriate because of his color. Right. So that's that's like, uh, you know, you don't know if he really meant, saw the difference. Yeah. And purposely did it or, or, or he, he just prejudiced. Doesn't policies know. Of, he thought he was following the policies of his job and, but you he, know. But he was using it exactly. against, he was using it, I'm, I'm assuming appropriately towards the minorities, but yeah. he wasn't using it towards Caucasian who was letting them come in. Exactly. You know? It should have been everybody it that's been everybody. going through that. Exactly. It should have been a line of people screaming at him because of, you know, one or two people that weren't dressed the way they wanted it. But yeah, yeah you're right. That is a good example of crazy. And <laughs> along with that, you got covert racism, over racism. You got covert attention and over attention. Now, covert attention is a little bit different. It's the attention that somebody has towards somebody else. Like they direct their attention completely dedicated to that one person and they're not taking their eyes off. Now, a good example of that is a cop looking at somebody like somebody suspicious, somebody of when they're looking for somebody, somebody that's... Oh, you 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 fit the description. fit the description of something that somebody that they could be looking for. Oh, now that you brought that up, yeah. like a perfect example, there was this, this one guy in McDonald's with his family. Yeah. There was a video uh -huh. out there where he was, the cop literally went in there and started like cuffing the dude. He's like, yeah. what are you doing? I'm here with my family. Oh, you fit the description. Wow. That's a good example. You said it because yeah. the cop was like, you fit the description of, of somebody and, and the guy goes, what, somebody black? Yeah. I fit the description of somebody black. Mm -hmm. Is that because he goes, I didn't commit no crime or nothing. I'm yeah. here with my family trying to enjoy my, you know, and it was crazy. The cop literally exactly. like arrested him and he was clear. Yeah. I mean, right now, I th I'm assuming there's a lawsuit on that, but that what you just said is a That's good example. Great. Yeah, exactly. And then we're not here to bash cops. Like, I love cops. There's good cops, bad cops. I respect what they do. They put their lives on the line for everybody, you know, but there are some good ones. There's some bad ones out there. There's some, you know, racial ones, ones that are racist and ones that, you know, aren't. So, but yeah, that's that was just an example of a covert attention situation because you're oh, yeah. solely you're not uh -huh. focused like somebody else could literally steal something and you don't even realize because you're focused on that one person or you focus on that one area and you don't realize that something else is going on on the sideline exactly. and then you like when somebody tell you like when did that happen yeah when you had your attention on that one thing and and, and it also reminds me of that funny movie don't be a menace to society you ever yeah. saw that <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I see that yeah 
where the where the Asian lady is following him. Yeah, all exactly. Over the store. That's cold. You, you buy now. Yeah. You buy now. I mean, he and he's walking away from his Asian like, lady. Hurry up and buy. Yeah. Hurry up and buy. He goes in the fridge. She's freezing. She's freezing. You buy now. Meanwhile, there's hurry a Caucasian dude in the store. He's like like stealing. Yeah. Like openly stealing. Like, yeah, he got the trick. He had, he's yeah. literally had a trench coat on. He put his snacks in there, all Still that. And everything right there. He I dropped the open. glove on the floor like yeah. OJ. But she was so busy looking at the African American dude yeah. in the store instead of you know focusing her attention on everybody, you know, to yeah. make sure nobody's stealing. So it was it was comical, but there was a message behind it. That, you know, well, and then you're right about that because you know what the message was 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 when they said, "Oh, he's good. That's the man." You know, that's yeah. what they try to say. Like that leading person person into diverting you know the attention is on one person but that other person that's not being paid attention to yeah that's the that's what they call the man that's you the know man. like they get away with whatever it doesn't matter what race it is yeah you know race but that's what they yeah. call the man right there oh yeah but yeah and then mm-hmm. you got overt attention which is the opposite of covert attention overt attention is when somebody is basically uh like they know something is there but they act like it's not there. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. let's say you online, right? Or you walk in the store and somebody, you just feel that energy. You could feel eyes on you and you're like, damn, I feel like somebody's looking at me. And you look at, you know, whatever you think is looking at you, but they're not looking at you and they, their eyes are kind of wondering. Yeah. Because they know that you're there, but they're trying to act like they're not paying attention to you or they're not looking at you. And that's like, like basically yeah. you feel the vibe. Exactly. You feel them looking at you, but when you look at them, they're like acting like they're not looking at yeah, you. Yeah, they got their focus on around you. And that happens in a your lot vicinity, you the but they're not looking at you. That that happens <laughs> all the time, man. All oh, the yeah. time. Like they know you're there, they're walking around you, but they're not looking at you. They look you even look at them when they pass you and they're looking at something else. Like uh, some item or something hmm. like that. But then when you're not looking, they look at boom. They're looking at you so they know you're in that vicinity, you yeah. know, and they're talking. Maybe they're talking to somebody, telling them, oh, watch that person. Hmm. I don't trust that person. Or they're thinking it themselves. You know, that's over the tension right there. And this stuff is real interesting, man. It's hmm. like so many different things. Like growing up, I can't tell you how many times, man, we'd be here all day if I can name all the stories like that where I've walked into places and I might be the only uh, a smaller percentage of that type of race in that environment. So, you know, you got a one or two people looking at you, even though it's more than that. You got one or two people looking at you that you know specifically. They're definitely uh, looking to see if you're there to start trouble or whatever. You know, it's Mm. it's crazy, man. And that type of stuff still exists. It might not be as strong as it used to be, but it definitely does. It sounds like like an inusable tension where some people feel when they're around black people, you know, African-American or, or, you know, the Picks, excuse my French, you know, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, nah, you know, they start to feel uncomfortable, like basically, yeah. like, like, um, like either if somebody sees somebody from a different race walking near them, they start walking faster to the yeah. car. You know, like they think something's gonna happen, and oh, I'm, I'm gonna get hurt, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get mugged or something. Yeah, or they clench yeah, their yeah. purse, you know. Yeah. Or like a lot of cases, and where people were where minorities have gotten shot and killed mm-hmm. was when pe- 
people um falsely accuse somebody like 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 over here they fall uh right when there's no crime being committed nothing illegal happening exactly yeah. you know so so this is stuff that happens you know because of the ignorance of people yeah no you're right you know? and it's and it's very interesting man like um and in this type of racism is really tied into discrimination and then one of the things i looked up was called synonyms of discrimination now listen to this you got bigotry intolerance favoritism prejudice hatred unfairness inequity you know the word wrong by itself mm -hmm. injustice and partial partiality so yeah all these words man definitely tie into uh you know what happens in covert racism and overt racism also mm. i went to school for graphic design so long story short i graduated all that you know with graphic you got to go to um through internships and stuff like that in order to graduate and even after you graduate you got to go into an internship mm. now just imagine i'm a black artist you know in a cutthroat field already trying to get a job this was when i was in the city this was you know 2000 so yeah i was way younger and all that and um you know full full of blood full of energy ready to get out there with, with the skills that i had um and of course over the years i got better but i was brand new to the game so you know when you're a rookie you don't know a lot you know you got to be taught by somebody and i would reach out to people and they would ask me like oh who are you da, 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 da. and you got to kind of tell them who you are and then i feel like once a lot of people heard what my name was they automatically assumed that you know i was that's what that's what i'm assuming because a lot of people never reach back once they ask like oh who are you and i told them my name like there was a lot of times i thought about like oh should i tell them like my name is something else other than terrell like because i was feeling like like damn a lot of people won't give me advice or tell me anything because they hear my name they thinking oh the black kid you know like, now nah, i got nothing for them. Yeah. like yeah it's it's a shame to think for me to think like that but what else was i to think if they wasn't if they asking who i am and then they didn't return the call so and when i finally got into some jobs before i became like a freelancer designer when i got into some jobs hmm. yo it was cutthroat man it's like imagine getting a job right and you fighting every day because your job is on the line like you got to make sure you're on point with everything your thoughts are on point your art is on point everything more than anybody else because as soon as you slip up, that's when they get rid of you. And I done seen that so many times, man. Wow. Like people of different races, not to bring that up, but it was it was me. It was an Asian girl, a Caucasian kid, well, guy, you know, kid. We were all kids pretty much because we were like 19, 20. We were young. So, um, and there was like a project going on and the project entailed uh, certain things. I, I can't even remember what the project was. It was like a logo for something, like a nonprofit organization. And mm. they focus on certain things, but they were like giving back to the community because these were rich people and they would give it back to the community so they created a nonprofit organization to give back to like certain parts of communities mm. and race had to do with one of those things so um yeah, like the kid, he he was very, he was a big slacker, man. He was very lazy, didn't do much. He he would always like wait till we were gone and tell them that, uh, like whether it be for lunch or going for the day, like, cause we worked as a team, me, him and the Asian girl. So you got two minorities, actually three, cause he's minority too, since he's different. So, um, yeah, uh, we will work on it, discuss it, do the, the you know, the artistical designs and stuff mm -hmm. like that, try to get everything down pat and get the 
the ideas of, you know, and the look that that organization wanted. And every time we left, me and that girl, he will always stay later. And we found out the next day it was always this other Caucasian guy that was real cool. He'd be like, yeah, this guy was up here. He was taking, you know, whatever you did taking as if credit. it was own. Like he was saying that, yeah, they weren't so, really doing so nothing. he was basically putting Bad himself on the pedestal yeah. when you guys are actually busting your butt exactly. and doing all the work. Exactly. Which is like in every job, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you always got you always got somebody getting the credit. The wrong yeah. people getting credit, promoted. Exactly. I mean, yeah. the hardworking people that, that made it happen yep. are usually the bottom of the totem pole. Bottom of the totem pole. So mm -hmm. now this is a perfect example of over-attention because mm -hmm. the guy that was coming back to us, he was watching that guy, but the guy... That guy didn't realize it. So and he came back to us and told him what he was doing. See, that's the difference right there with the covert racism and over detention. Oh. So and that's a perfect example of covert racism because he did it real subtle. The guy that was with us, the young yeah. kid, he did it real subtle. He did it behind our backs what we didn't know. You know what I mean? And he kept bringing up the fact that, oh, you know, they don't belong in this he would tell us that the other guy would tell us well, makes they don't really belong racist. in this field. This is not for them because, you know, they mm. should be doing what their color skin entails and stuff mm. like that, you know? So I'll make it more racist if the bosses was listening to him and not you guys. Right. You know what I'm trying to say? Because you guys are more my, like like real minorities, you know, you got an African-American, then yeah. you have an Asian, then you have this dude. Well, he would, he, would, he would say stuff like that to people that work there, but when it came to the, because it was, you had the people that work there, which were other designers that mm. we experienced and they were also they were working on other stuff but we basically got hired to do that particular project and prove mm. ourselves that we were worthy of working with these people yeah you know so and they that's what they were there for kind of micromanaging a little bit because mm. they were like finalized even though they'd be like all right we're gonna show that organization what you guys did but we're gonna finalize it and work on it also yeah and you know clean it up and stuff like that so we were helping them out and they appreciated us mm. And that's what I'm saying. You had people like that guy, and he didn't realize that in front of him, the world was changing. Whatever environment he grew up in, and the, um, you know, the mind state mentality that he had, mm. it wasn't really working for him there. Hmm. And he thought it was because it worked for him in the past and other places like he described. Well, he's always said that he always been worked the way he worked. And, you know, mm. he's always seen like black people, Spanish people, Asians, they all got rid of them before they got rid of him. He was always like the last man standing so this particular case he thought that's what that's what it, it was gonna be so he basically thought because he was a, a different race yeah the more accepted race exactly and, and you know privilege yeah. was gonna he was gonna get favored over you guys exactly yeah you know which so which he was using that racism towards you guys yeah but it messed him up exactly that's what you're trying to say okay exactly so, so i got you back to discrimination <laughs> yeah he was basically in the past he got favoritism Mm. You know, he used hatred and so it's like those an, other. It's like an adoptive behavior. Exactly. Yeah. You know, he got a, he adopted to being favored all the time. You know, like yeah. a spoiled little kid. You know. Yeah. Getting away with murder. Exactly. <laughs> and the way he described now, if he was the way he was back then, the way he described, they got rid of people, mm. minorities in the past. That was unfairness, you know, and injustice. Mm. So, mm. um, but yeah, he definitely showed bigotry in the way of saying that you know, oh, that that you know, black people need. Need to stay in the uh, hard working field, which is, you know, the uh, hard labor. Yeah. 
like hard labor. He was saying that I should be in hard labor, which I was already because I was at UPS. But why should I, you know, just lower myself to that standard? But he was saying that's all I'm good for is hard labor, really. And all the Asian girls good for this guy is crazy, man. It was for yeah. like making Chinese food or something like that. Like, yo, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. So it got a little heated at one day because one day I was just in a kind of a, a bad mood because hmm. of UPS. And I think I brought it outside with me to that place. And um, like it was just a situation where the people were like, yo, we're going to have to cut one of you guys in like another week or two and only keep two of you out of the three. He was like, because our budget, we can only afford two of you guys, but we definitely need two. And after he was on, man, like everybody was, uh, we all looking at each other like, who's going to survive? It was like Survivor, like that old show. Yeah. So and he was like, also, he was like, we're going to have you guys like vote for each other. Like, you know, um impartially like it has to be i gotta show each other fairness and it has to be a, a you clear guys vote for yourselves huh you guys couldn't vote for yourselves right no nah, he, he said that yeah they said well you obviously couldn't because you know the That's other cheating. person had to get cut <laughs> everybody's gonna vote themselves and it's still gonna be equal <laughs> no but what you was really voting for was yeah. for who should go so it was real cutthroat yo i'm oh, telling oh, you this okay. field is like super cutthroat they do stuff like that too so it's like you were voting for who else should go because of whatever a man and you know that's gonna create tension so, right so there. So let me guess there's more minorities than that dude and he went. <laughs> well long story well <laughs> too late for the long story short. <laughs> so as we were getting closer to the project that one guy that one Caucasian guy I guess he was telling like the people that we were doing a design for because he that guy was telling them oh yeah I did this I did that mm -hmm. and the project was coming out good they were getting happy as it got closer and closer to being finalized and he was like yeah I was doing this I came up with this and that. And basically, it, he made it look like that we were just sitting there and agreeing with everything that he did and came mm. up with and everything. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, why didn't they ever put this guy on the spot and have him draw something out or have uh, ask him a certain question, mm. you know, that would put him on the spot? You know, they were just listening and mm. going with it. Like catch him, basically. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. And then the one, the one day, I kind of caught him talking to somebody and he didn't realize then I, I went to the Asian girl and what he was saying was, you know, I think uh, you should pick me and I don't want to say her name, the Asian girl. He said her name and I didn't get mad because he picked himself and her because I respect her. Like, even if they decided to go with him and her, I respect her. You know what I mean? I didn't care for that guy. You know what I mean? But for him to say and what he think, you know. And the reason why he picked her wasn't because, you know, her, obviously her race and her skin color. He said because she's a female and we should have at least, you know, a female. If we so should have a male. It should be me. Yeah. It so. should be me as a, as a male and her as a female. So we can have a female there. Hmm. And the people, and I'm thinking to myself, like, yo, are they going with this? And I didn't really hear a reaction or anything. I just heard like a kind of like, oh, I, I see what you mean. I see what you're saying and stuff like hmm. this is what their reaction was to what he was saying and I heard all that. Yo, I almost went crazy because lunchtime came around and I waited because he usually waits a little bit then for us to leave. I pretended to leave and I was waiting for him downstairs. So when he came downstairs, I was like, yo, um, you know, I said his name and such and such. I overheard what you was talking about earlier, man. And 
I really don't appreciate that you saying that he's an old dude. You got it all wrong. What are you saying? Like, why are you coming at me? I was like, oh, I haven't came at you yet. And he was like, oh, there you go. I was like, there I go what? And so he was like, oh, you going to beat me up out here? Like, what's going on? I was like, dude, like, what is your problem? I was like, I've never seen anybody like you. Like, I know people like you exist. I was like, but if you were really in my world and you understood what I came from, I was like, dude, you would get crushed. You understand what I'm telling you right now? You would get demolished. You would never survive in the type of world that I came from. The type of world you came from, you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Everything handed to you. You don't know what hard work is. You don't know what it is to be a designer and you take credit for other people's work. I told him you're a fake, a fraud, and, and this little facade you put on that you're the man and you survive all these. Why is this your third place that you've been at? Because they realize who the hell you really are and got rid of your ass. That's why. I was like, you ain't, I told him you ain't X, basically. Mm -hmm. And we, I'm going to show you you ain't X. And we went back and I left I left it at that. He ain't say nothing. I left him just standing there looking at me like, wow, I can't believe he spoke to me like that and didn't use his hands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like I want to punch you in the face. Exactly. <laughs> and oh, I man. showed him that. And when we got back there, you know, I really like it's took like, a, a more of aggressive lead. And the Asian girl was like, oh, I like this side of you. Because I was just like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. Boom, 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 boom. He got me hyped. I basically took that energy. He you got exactly. motivated to do better than him. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, we, we was already doing better, mm -hmm. but I took that energy to take the initiative, and that's what they was looking for. Yeah. That's what those people were looking for. They were looking for somebody to be like, yo, to mm -hmm. be like them, to be like, yo, we're going to do this like this, like this, like mm -hmm. that. Even though so, I was like in a lowered position, yeah, I took the initiative and I showed that aggression in a positive way, yeah. and it was successful. It was good. And when it came to picking the people, they picked me and the Asian girl, and the guy act like he was all shocked, like what's going on. He called his dad, little daddy's boy had to come. <laughs> his dad came up, talking about what's going on. It was a big thing, uh, and they told them they shut them all down. They was like, that, yeah, you know we called? pick who the people that actually put in the work. That's called white privilege. He yeah. thought he had the white privilege. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people get that like like people people tend to get that confused. Like white privilege means rich and wealthy people, you know, getting away with yeah. stuff. And it's not about rich or wealthy people. It's about it's about um the the absence of having to live with the consequences of racism. Right. You're right. You know? Yeah, exactly. And that's what it is. So and then you know what's ironic? I see the guy uh, let's say four or five months from then, I wasn't working with that uh, place anymore because, you know, I don't like to say names because I don't want people to yeah. come back. Oh, so, you know, I wasn't working for that particular place because they wanted to move somewhere. I think the Asian girl went with them, um, but I decided to go elsewhere. Yeah. So, and then I ran into this guy somewhere and he's like, yo, and I try to act like I didn't know him. So I use overt attention. Yeah. Like I knew he was there, but I was like, yo, you know what? Like I, I don't even want to talk to him. And he pulled me over. He was like, yo, I just want to apologize for how I was, you know, a couple of months ago. I'm trying to change who I am. You know, me and my dad had a long talk and I see his ways and his ways of thinking was wrong and I had that same way and he was like environmental you know, behavior exactly he was like he was yeah. like, and I told him like yo that way is gonna get you more shut down from the world believe oh, it or yeah. not and your own people disagree a lot of your own people disagree with behavior of that yeah. stature because they just know it's nothing but downhill from there hmm. you know your dad might be rich and all that but he's rich now you know what I'm saying he, he can act like that now but somebody on the way 
working, trying to work hard and being that way is nothing but destruction for them. Yeah. And self-destruction. That's true. And he was like, I was like, you, you basically, when you show hate to other people, you might as well hate yourself because why are you hating other people for? For what reason? What reason would you have to hate me? And you don't know me and where I came from. And he's like, you're right. So I told him, I was like, yo, I was like, just keep doing your thing, man. And, and you know, show, don't show favoritism to a certain kind, you know, be open-minded and, and be fair. Exactly, and be fair, be fair. You know what I'm saying. You know, but he was like, yeah, he realized his ways, and he realized he understood why he got let go and all that. And he was like, they made the right decision by picking you guys. And he was like, and I was wrong for the stuff I was seeing and doing. Hmm. So yeah, yeah I, I, you know, I shook his hand and all that, kept him moving. But yeah, good. but yeah, that was that was a little yeah. moment I had to oh, put yeah. out there because I had a lot of like moments where it was like racism and all that. Right but you had a venting session. But that yeah. I think that was. Um, um, one of my most memorable moments for me mm. personally because all the moments that I had with cops and all this stuff and yeah it's mm. just you know it's moments that people know about already but yeah. I felt like this was very uh it was different because it was different from the mm. normal stuff that usually goes on with um racism and discrimination hmm. but yeah man let's talk about this uh well, some talk. research we did about the coca-cola lawsuit Barry oh, the coca-cola lawsuit what you think about that well with the Coca-Cola lawsuit, there was like 16 current and former African-American and Latino employees. They filled out a, a racial discrimination suit against the co the corporate Heg Hegman? 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 Yeah, I guess that's how you well, say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but, um, while the suit claimed that minorities at Coca-Cola were surrounded by a cesspool of racial discrimination yeah. going on in that place. Which is know? crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah. Several of the employees reported that racism slurs against minorities were recurrent and had gone unpunished mm -hmm. so this so so you know it's like it's like i i i, I get it because yeah. you know i do i deal with the racism more in a different type of way like more like in the schools where right. where, where people call you a spick or 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 or, or put a dump put rican or that's another thing too yeah. like like i'm not prejudiced but i don't like to be called a mexican right you know what i'm saying yeah. you know and again that's that's more prejudice i guess it's prejudice -y. I don't, I don't like to be called a Mexican. Right. But it's the thing is like back in the days in schools, kids used to say, oh, Barry, when are you going to make a taco? When are you going to make a taco for us? You know, come on. And, and it's basically what they were doing. They were making fun of me. Nah, yeah. You know, yeah. first of all, I'm Puerto Rican and we eat tropical foods almost exactly like, like the Jamaicans do. You know, our <laughs> foods are different. Right. You know, they use curry. We use sazon adobo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know, and everything's almost similar. You know, they they call they eat they eat sawfish. They they call it um oh man what's the word oh fried flitters right. In our language, you call it bacalao. Bacalao, you know? right, So right, if yeah. you want to call me anything, call me Jamaican. <laughs> because <laughs> we eat almost the same exact stuff. Yeah. We don't eat the same exact stuff as Mexicans do. Like, mm. people get that really wrong. And that's more, like, towards... That's that's more prejudice. It's not yeah. racism. It's more prejudice when you really don't know something. Yeah. But And, and, and you use it against it. that race right. without even knowing, having any knowledge about it. Yeah. You know? Like, you right here... everybody wears a sombrero. Exactly. Uh, the difference between prejudice and racism. And prejudice is, like, having... A negative attitude towards someone because they are different you yeah. know how they look ethnicity yeah yeah, yeah you got it <laughs> or religious yeah. background or you know the color of the skin or whatever you know and then racism is kind of like really bad because when somebody's racism you know like prejudice i think yeah. we all have some type of prejudice in us you know i hate mm. to say it but i think we have some, all some type of prejudice in us but racism is really bad because racism is when one race think they're superior than all the races right 
And that's where that's when crime are being committed, you know, and, yeah. and laws and laws uh, go broken. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of cover up happens when it comes to racism. Yeah. Because people swear they go, oh, well, my people shouldn't go to jail because they hung a black guy down, you know, down the road. Right. Like down south. There was a lot of hangings back in the 60s and all that, you know. Yeah, the you lynching, know, the lynching, the yeah. lynching, and all that. Yeah. A lot of these white, a lot of those, a lot of those crimes went went um unnoticed, right? Covered, covered up, because yeah. because that that's racism because they think that the that and that race entirety. is yeah. superior. Because now you're killing, you know? or you're trying to kill off another race, you know. So that's just like that's the worst part of racism, right there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so I just wanted to say that for the record, you know, <laughs> you know, difference between prejudice and racism. Absolutely. You know, yeah. uh, uh, prejudice doesn't mean you're racist. It just means that you may not like somebody because because you don't like the religion. Yeah. I don't believe the religion. So, you know, my religion, I'm a, I'm a Christian, but, you know, I don't go bashing other people's religions. Yeah. It doesn't mean I have to go to the church either or whatever. But, it, you know, and that's, yeah. and that's just me. You know, but nah, I definitely, you yeah. definitely raise yeah. a point there, man. Definitely, oh, yeah. man. Hey. To be honest with you, it was like, like I know there's not like slaves right now. Yeah. Like you know, well they still are. I'm, I'm I hear stuff like down in Africa or like in England where there's actual like servants. Mm. Where there was a there was a movie, so I can't really say this is not slavery right now. There is slavery, like hidden slavery. This oh is wow! Hidden yeah. racism. This show's about hidden racism. I mean, that, <laughs> In America, but there is hidden slavery. It's, like, it's in, straight in up talk right here, man. You know, you this, speak the truth, this yeah. young girl was um given a fake name. She was bought. She was wow. literally bought and given a fake name and brought to like London or something like that. Yeah. With this white family. And she was a young girl. And 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 they brought her there with a fake alias, whatever you call it, you know, yeah. IDs and all that. They brought her there and she was a servant. Wow. They, they had the fence, the property was fenced off. She could never leave the fence and all that. Yeah. And in that movie, I forgot the name of the movie. It was a really true it was a true story, really dope movie, but but um she had escaped. Right. She finally had some help and actually escaped that home. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. But you know, but you got the you got the these 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 um slaves. True slave, real um, modern day slaves, I guess you want to call that. Right. They're actually getting raped. Mm. You know, they're being sold. Mm. You know, you heard them back. You heard like while back in Africa, where they they're like like hundreds of uh, young girls went missing. Wow. And it's because um, these people had kidnapped them. Yeah. And they were getting ready to sell them for that for slaves. Damn, that's crazy, man. For prostitution, for slavery, and all that stuff. It's yeah. crazy. But anyway, even even that form though, like in the third world countries, when they grab they grab women up and then now they become sex slaves and stuff like that slavery too oh yeah you know all that type type of stuff yeah it's just different styles of covert racism you know what i mean it's like uh it's verbal non-verbal communication that lacks sensitivity towards issues faced by minorities you know what i mean so yeah. it's ignorant people that don't know yeah. about racism and what it really is and people that actually know and they don't care and they mm. still you know stand by their ways or don't disregard something that's mm. happening towards you know uh, people of different color yeah. and race yeah well let's 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 go to um the racism and children's songs there you, you go like yeah. that? there you go you, yeah. i mean you like to talk about this next? yeah that, definitely okay definitely. like it's, it's kind of crazy because when i went to school these are the songs that we were taught in school i never knew that like uh, like less than a hundred years ago or yeah. about a hundred years ago or so. Yeah. These songs were actually had different wordings. Yeah. And meanings. Oh yeah. And and we didn't know. I know of a few of them. Yeah. Well like right like this one right here, um Eeny Meeny Miny Mo. Right. Eeny Meeny Miny Mo catch the tiger by its toe. That's how I that's how we say it. Yeah. You know, I, I, oh that's how I thought. But right here, Eeny Meeny Miny Mo 
in the early 19th century, the word eeny, meeny, miny, mo, it was like, catch a nigger by the toe. Mm-hmm. If he hollers, let him go, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. An alternative version is catch a negro by his toe. Mm. If the if he hollers, make him pay twenty dollars every day. Wow, that's crazy. So I had no idea that we're doing this eeny meeny miny mo with our kids. Yeah. And mind you, my my son, he's a mixed race. You know, yeah. he's 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 Puerto Rican and Jamaican. You know, yeah. So I'm like, damn, I'm, we were we were over here doing eeny meeny miny mo. So <laughs> we didn't realize what we was actually you know doing. Well, I mean it's. You know, yeah, it's, it sounds innocent when you yeah. use the clean version, but I didn't. But would you want to use a clean version, knowing that it was really meant? Yeah. In this version, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly, and that's a perfect example of micro invalidation. You thought it was one thing, yeah. but it's really something else. You know what I mean? And the any mini mini mo, what it was, it was a. There, there's an idea that it comes from slave selection or a description of what white slave owners would do if they caught a runaway slave. Mm. It was actually a part of a 2004 lawsuit against Southwest. The black plaintiffs in that case sued the airline for discrimination because a flight attendant had used that rhyme while urging them to take their seats. Wow. The, the jury did not side with the plaintiffs, and though they appealed, they appealed it. The the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals affirmed the initial ruling. You know, so yeah, it was crazy, man. So, so 2004, yeah. there was a lawsuit about this song being said in the crazy. You know what I'm it's crazy, man. And then you got pick a bale of cotton. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different, you know, even songs that people sing now. You never know when you know something was used in a term of racism, really. Yeah, because they clean it up pretty much. So oh, yeah, that, that that can go for that. That goes for like different countries and all kind of stuff, man. Oh yeah, in the song they throw shots at people and people don't even realize yeah you know like like oh oh Susanna or Compton Comptown races yeah so it's like it's basically making fun of how how they're basically saying how how African Americans talk or or let's go way back slavery how slaves talk mm. they were making fun of how slaves talk basically saying that they're dumb yeah you know by by it rained all night the day I left the yeah. weather it was dry. The sun so hot, I froze to death. This is also Susanna, the lyrics. Wow. And what the meaning of that is, is, is the protagonist of the song is an African-American slave who is portrayed as dumb and naive. Mm. In this song, the singer can't grasp the ideas of temperature or geography. So they basically made the slave sound dumb. Yeah. And like, oh, Susanna. You know, wow. I was like, what? You, yeah. you know, even that you mentioned slavery times, like those older songs that slaves back then used to sing. Yeah. They would, those were songs that they community, the community would communicate with each other with. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, Wade in the Water. They're yeah. actually saying, Wade in the Water. Like, wait in the Water. <laughs> yeah. Somebody coming to <laughs> carry me water. home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they were telling them, but in the song, so the slave masters would pick up on it because it was singing. So, so they was probably like, oh, that's you, little catchy or whatever. Or they would just ignore it, like, oh, they're singing again. Yeah, there was, there but they were basically really, passing out messages. Exactly. So they were, uh, they more were like, some smart ones It's more like with the Harry Tubman song. When she, went, when she was disguised and she went to visit them mm -hmm. out in the field, they started singing uh, that Moses, yep. let my people go. Yeah, let my people, yep. That was, were, a, that was a message exactly. they were giving to each other. 
Exactly. And that was from Harriet Tubman. She, was, yeah. she passed that message to let my people go. Mm-hmm. That was a slave song. Yeah. That was around her time when she was out in the field. Yeah. She was disguised as a, an old, I think an elderly woman. You know, mm-hmm. she disguised, they also said that about Harriet Tubman. It was very interesting because the research that I did was she also used to disguise herself as a man. Oh, wow. Not, not so she wouldn't be well, noticed. Well, that crazy. would make sense too because, um, you know, back then a lot of slaves, who would, would they listen to more? More of a manly figure. You know what I mean? So a lot of them would probably go yeah. against a female being because they'd be thinking, oh, what, what would she know about escaping and all that? So that makes sense. Disguising herself as a man. That's pretty cool right there. Yeah, she disguised herself as a man or, or older woman. Yeah. All hunched over. So yeah. then we'll get to get a glimpse of how what her color, how she and, looked. And even that, like that yeah. shows signs of, of somebody with wisdom and more wisdom than the average you know, person in, in yeah. their particular situation and all that. And, and she freed a lot of people. Harriet oh, yeah. Tubman, she went down, she did yeah, 17 she did. times. 17 times she went yeah. down She went down that trail, the Underground Railroad, 17 times, thousands of miles. And yeah. she even stated, she. Um, I read, her, I read a, a thing on her where she even said, I brought each and every one of my slaves to freedom. Mm-hmm. She did not lose one. That's right. Did not lose one. That's saying that's how it go. That's what it is. That's why she is who she is. Oh, yeah. Her you and know? Frederick Douglass. Right? Yeah. Oh man. I think that's, you know more about Frederick Douglass than me, right? That's a whole nother yeah, topic because I oh, listened man. to like, an actual like speech that he made that touched me. So, but yeah, that's a whole nother topic yeah. right there, man. We gonna get into oh, that yeah. one day. When they ask the question, does racism still exist? Hell yeah, it does. Um, Hell yeah. Has it gotten better? I say it's gotten uh, not so much better, well, but well, just less it's, noticeable. It's gotten a lot better compared to, like, compared the, to what it, and the 70s. Exactly, yeah. Because um, I, 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 I looked up something. That, yeah. yeah. So there is, it's more hidden now. Yeah. But because it doesn't want to be it's outright. More, yeah. It's more converted yeah. than overted. You're Back right, in the yeah. days was more overted. Oh yeah, it was because you know they were saying? spraying them with holes and these were yeah. lawmen. Lawmen yeah, law getting their, their canine units and, and firemen spraying us, spraying, spraying people with holes ass. and all that. Yeah. Yep. You know, beating us to death. So, <laughs> yeah. arresting us for no reason because yeah. we're standing for who we are as people and not what they want us to be so but yeah it has gotten better in that aspect because yeah. we got world leaders we got you know people of significance and we show intelligence regardless what race we are what color yeah. you know there's a lot more fairness out there but but also like i say like it's 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 more it's more covered now which makes yeah. it more dangerous oh yeah Covertive. definitely yeah. Dangerous towards your rights, not dangerous yeah. towards your life. Yeah. Now, but it's more dangerous towards your rights. You're right. And like you're back right in the days, yeah. it was more overt. It was your rights your life. and your life. Yeah. Yeah, but now it's more dangerous towards your, your rights. rights. Yeah. Because it may not be noticed, noticeable. Yeah. You know. And then now you got to fight. You know, you got to fight through the justice system. Now you yeah. got to know what you're talking about. Know what what's going on and how to defend yourself but yeah. yeah i mean it's still out there people it definitely is so you know uh the listeners out there you guys want to comment you know uh let us know whatever you want to talk about with this particular topic and uh, whether it be yeah. good or bad and there's no good or bad it's just whatever you got to say is your opinion and, and for like we that, respect like, that one of the last things i want to say is we can teach racism Absolutely. not only to minorities but also also to the more accepted race. Let's yeah. put it that way because um the school did this test. 
it was in England where these teachers they they told these kids, okay, we're gonna go out in the field. Oh yeah, this is we're gonna, interesting. We're right gonna here, do yeah. we're gonna do a race, you know. So you know these kids are wearing all their you know the uniform and everything. They're all standing outside to get ready to, for the race. But then the teacher comes out. Okay, this race is gonna be different. Yeah. This race is gonna it's gonna be about you know it's gonna it's gonna be um it's it's gonna be um started by by the questions that we're gonna ask you. Yeah. And then you get to take that step mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. So the purpose of this this was the activity was. It was to to it was intended to explore how social favors are over over one race from another race. You know, mm-hmm. like like the acti- the activity was intended to explore how social favors society fate. No, I'm sorry, that's what that's what I got stuck with. Right, social society. it's society. Yeah. So the activity was intended to explore how society favors one race over others. So that's mm-hmm. why they did this. This um, you know, they did this research, right? You know, and what she was doing was she was asking questions. Like she asked these kids basically, um, because they're this is English. Mm-hmm. So she was like, if you have a if you have an English uh, parent that this is their first language, step forward. So the English straight up English kids were moving forward. Yeah. One of the questions was, have you ever been the only person? In a room with your race, right? You know, this one was a step backward, and then she wrote, "Has your parent ever warned you about racism?" Step backwards. Yeah. So basically, all the minority kids were stepping backwards, right? Because because if you think about it, the more accepted race, your parents really don't talk to you about mm-hmm. racism. They either they either talk to you about racist and and minorities being bad, or they yeah. don't talk to you at all, right? So these kids, these minority kids, were walking back. You know, and one of them was one of the questions was if you if you if you never had to worry about your family being stopped and searched take a step forward all the caucasian you know well the accepted race mm-hmm. they move forward yeah so basically all the minorities were going backwards every time she asked certain questions and all the the accepted race was moving forward right which were all the white kids you know yeah and then the spanish looking girl was kind of like upset she was like this is not fair this is not fair you know and then this this um this black kid you know this or or well, how you say it mm-hmm. over here we say african-american over there's african english American, yeah. So over there, the African English kid, he was like, "I feel alone. I'm frustrated. Yeah. I don't have nobody. I'm, I'm frustrated." And then there was a ginger white kid that was like, "This is not fair. You know, they should be at the starting point with us." Right. You know, which the ginger kid that kind of like touched me because that means like he's unaware about racism. Yeah. But it's in his home. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, because this is almost like a white privileged child. You know. Right. You know. So he's not. So if him becoming an adult, if his parents keep continuing teaching him, like okay, you know that you know that racism basically is not out there, he's gonna think that it's okay, right? You know, and man, well, just my opinion again, guys. You know, he might think that racism it's okay because he don't really feel that there's racist. He doesn't know the education. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like so this basically raised my eyebrow. Like if his parents does teach him racism, yeah, then he can be one of the good guys, right? You know what I'm saying? When he oh, becomes yeah. an adult, so yeah, I definitely. feel like I feel the only way to end racism. Is teach all race from youth and from young yeah i agree with that you know, you know definitely man you know parents yeah. can teach their kids to accept a different color or a different religion or a different race you know whatever yeah. it is you know parents should be able to teach the kids that and that's at the end of the day in a nutshell it starts at home man it's that education of it you know um sadly some people just go against it which is great but you know i like i said it all starts at home whether it be good or bad yeah racism uh it all starts at home man and it's how the parent teach 
teaches that child, you know, or if they don't, you know, they got to learn on their own from other people, which is not so good because they could be in a particular situation that they don't know where their friends are racist and they're not. And now they get shunned by their friends for being yeah. a nigga lover or a chink lover exactly. or a spick lover or, you know, a red dot. For me, I have friends, I have friends that make that, you know, like Terrell, like, I don't know if you do because, you know, you are, you know, African-American, but yeah. being Spanish, sometimes um, the white people get me confused. Like, they'll accept me and they'll say racist jokes without realizing it about right. about African-Americans. Yeah, I've been you in situations like that. Yeah. So, I, but the thing is, like, they're racist. <laughs> it's, it's possible, <laughs> yeah. I mean, or, or, yeah. Hi, or highly or prejudiced. Or maybe just not highly educated prejudiced. enough to know that it's yeah. offensive, you know what I mean? Because, you know, one of my best friends is Caucasian. He's white, you know what I mean? So, and I respect him and he's not racist and all that. And there's yeah. times, you know, he might have, <laughs> he asks me like, yo, is this okay to say? Not, there, you know, not the N word or anything, but just certain things like, you know. It's funny because some people, they forget that my fiance, she's black, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I've had white people tell me some really bad black jokes and was like, oh, I'm sorry, man. You know, I'm just like, you know, I'm not racist. I'm just saying. <laughs> now now <laughs> they're guilty. clean it up. Now, yeah. they, now they have a guilty conscience. Right. Man, I'm not really racist. Uh, you know, yeah. you know how I am. I like to joke around. I like I, you know, I'm not racist. Man. Yeah, yeah but, but you might you might add in your 20 jokes, 50 of them has to exactly. do with race. Exactly, so, yeah. So what do you think, you know? Nah, yeah, definitely, man. It's <laughs> either they don't get it and they overly And it's do because it. they don't yeah. know what racism is. Exactly. Some They're not educated. Because yeah. for them to say that too, then that means that's the lack thereof. The lack thereof education. Yeah. You know the fact that they're not being they're being insensitive. That, that's like basically being prejudiced, not really even realizing. It. Yeah, not racist, but more like prejudice. Right. Like because if you're saying mad jokes about one type of race, exactly, that means yeah. that you see them that certain way. Yeah, you know. And what I'm eventually, saying? somebody's gonna step forward and be like, "Listen, like that last one, like that's that's a bit much. You gotta cut it down. Like chill out, relax, yeah. and fall back a little bit." I had to tell people that in the past, like that would just like going overboard with certain jokes or. How they were acting well, towards we me. Well, we won't mention no names, but nah, I won't say about, no names. How about that yee yee? <laughs> that shit gets in your, oh, under your man, skin. I ain't even gonna, that gets under, that gets I ain't under even your gonna skin. say because then you know that could be a whole thing. Be guap over that, and then they'll try to play us, and then we had to shut them down. And yeah. but, I, but, but yeah, I, I mean, but I there's certain things I don't like out there that because I feel like it represents something negativity. Exactly. Like I'm on the side of the people that is it seems to be making fun of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So don't create something that's gonna make fun of people. Do something that's gonna uplift people. Actually, create a solution. Like why? Yeah. Solution. Oh, Shout yeah. out to Guapo. We the Guapo, Guapo guys. Solution, no pun intended. Yeah. Yeah, that's us. That's us. All right. I think we held the people's time up enough. You got the quote of the day, Barry. Oh, the quote of the day. To be honest with you guys, like people may not believe me, but I worked. I used to live in Philadelphia for like a year. Yeah. And um, I worked with uh, I worked at the Philadelphia Zoo. I was a parking attendant guy. Mm -hmm. And I worked with this um, this guy who he ha he happens to be like Harriet Tubman's great 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 grandson wow, wow and he told me that he has her that's, pretty, he has her, that's pretty amazing yeah he told me he has an autobiography i don't know if it's true his name you know his name is steve you know uh, i'll say his name because i haven't seen the man in like 25 years <laughs> but anyway his name was steve and he was like you know he was pretty cool that guy and everything and all that pigeon on his shoulders and he started bugging out in the parking lot yeah, baby, take this off me. Hey, take it off me. 
disgusting. <laughs> right in the middle of him, um, uh, uh, collecting a, a parking ticket for one of the one of the, one of the customers of the zoo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he gets pooped on. He's like, hey, yeah, he's bugging out. But anyway, anyway, you know, I don't know, I don't know to believe him or not. But he did tell me that he was like Harry Tubman's great 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 grandson. And I mean, you never know, right? Yeah, could but, be. But anyway, the quote of the day is from Harry Tubman, and what it is what it says is, "Don't ever stop. Keep going. If you want to taste the freedom, keep going." That's right. And you know what? We have to continue to keep going because we may feel free, but mentally we're not. Mentally, we still feel like we're we're uh, how you say it? Caught up. We still like in the slave. Yeah, slave train, mentality. Still, yeah, still you know, more like being paid slaves and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, we feel like we have to answer to. We have to fight against everything, and yeah, you know, yeah. So I mean, it makes sense. Definitely. So you know what? Yeah. We still we still have that slave mentality. So you know, we still have to continue to fight. You know, and right now what's going on in America right now is all this racism and stuff going on. Yeah. Fight and we're educate. climbing the ladder. Fight and educate. Fight against <laughs> racism and educate those yeah. that don't get it. And even the ones that stand yeah. by what they do, we educate them as well, you know, and show them that, yeah, yeah. it's not always about violence because we two different uh, races yeah. and two different colors. Hey, Let's 50 just years, educate each other. 50 years from now, maybe 100 years from now, there's only going to be one race. And it's going to be called the mixed race because <laughs> everybody's going to have some kind of a... Something. Everything something in, in them. them. All these kids, man. Yeah. I Bet you the, even my daughter biracial. So look at that. Oh yeah. So here we go. And my, New and my world. Son, yeah. 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 And here as Puerto we Ricans, we've been mixed. Yeah. We've been biracial, to be honest with you. Since the age you know, of man. The Taino Indian. Yeah. We got the African in us and everything, yep. you know. Exactly. So I don't mean to piss any proud Puerto Ricans out there, but hey, yeah, we got we got African, yeah, Indian, and we have the white Spaniards. People just need to be proud of who they are. Come and, on. And so <laughs> but yeah, the next episode, uh, before we get out of here, we're gonna say what the, the topic is. It's called Drama Central. The stuff we get into and that's gonna be a good topic you know got a lot of good stories again we're not gonna be saying no names just you know it's probably gonna be a lot of stories out there it might there. be about us or it might be about y'all not <laughs> but it's our opinion not a, not as much research because we got so much damn experience and we continue to have experience in this particular thing drama called drama it could be drama from your mama it could be drama from work <laughs> drama from it could, be, it could be drama from your house from wherever you don't know better a drama in the supermarket yeah. You know? <laughs> but yeah, that's going to do it for today. Today's episode, you know, yep. the straight up talk. And we'll catch you on the next one. Yeah. And thank you for joining Straight Up Talk, where the talk is real. Peace. Peace.